Being tuned in means putting we the people back in charge. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. So the U.S. House of Representatives and Senate have both uh, passed a resolution to elevate Juneteenth to a federal holiday. I warn folks, uh, as soon as you get a three-day weekend, Americans start forgetting what they had the holiday for in the first place. Just saying. Uh, that said, uh, I was uh, not surprised. I know the the rock rib conservatism of uh, my friends at Project 21 when they uh, – issued a similar concern about uh, a Juneteenth federal holiday. Joining us, Emery McClendon, uh, one of the great activists in the, the liberty movement, uh, especially in the communities of color. Emery, welcome back. How are you doing this morning, sir? Uh, and happy Father's Day weekend. Thank you very much, and the same to you. And uh, we're doing fine, and we're happy to be back on the air uh, talk about another hot topic, and um, I'm telling you, it just never ceases to end uh, the things that this new administration and Congress is doing uh, to further and further take us away from the reality of things here in America. I mean, it's, it, it, part of me is not surprised, given the populism that they have ramped up to 11 in Congress these days and the media climate that has created this zeal for uh, reparational everything. I mean, it's not just, you know, reparations in terms of cash or land or property or or liberty. Uh, now it's, you know, legislation as well. Uh, you know, at some point, the populism is going to collapse this economy. Uh, and then where are we going to be? We're all going to be equally poor. That's absolutely correct. You know, as, as they continue to pass more and more laws and more and more uh, executive orders and, and increasing the national debt, they're putting everybody in jeopardy. And then now one more thing, this uh, making another federal holiday, which gives all the federal employees and shuts down all the buildings uh, one more day of the year and also cuts off services to the public. And uh, it just uh, further increases wastefulness and um uh, I agree that the, the day is an important day, and, and uh, the word was brought to the people in Texas that they were free, the slaves, um, i.e., quote, mm-hmm. that they were free and that uh, they hadn't heard heard anything, that the war was over and that slavery had been ended by the Emancipation Proclamation. So that was good news. But does that warrant a federal holiday? Uh, I don't think so, because we already celebrate July 4th as Independence Day for every American, and that should be the day that we celebrate. And it's lost in this. And we, I was talking with Victoria Comp from the Family Foundation here in Virginia. We were talking about how, you know, our founding fathers are being cast as racist. And I always enter, first and foremost, the eloquent rebuke of slavery in the abuses and usurpations chapter of the Declaration of Independence that Jefferson first penned. I said, you can't make a case to me. If this was a court of law, I'd put this in an ev- as evidence and I'd win. Uh, uh, that Jefferson was no racist. As a matter of fact, he was perhaps one of the most eloquent opponents of slavery, even as early as 1776. That's absolutely correct. And like I said, Martin Luther King was a very fond of the Declaration of Independence. 
he said that it was a down payment and that uh, he wanted to make sure that that down payment became reality in most in, in the black people's lives. He had that dream, and the dream was well in the making. And then all of a sudden, in the last uh, well, 10 or 15 years or so, the dream is being turned upside down uh, by all the blatant uh, racism that's being brought up in America. Now, one of the things that I don't quite understand is how in the world can the critical race theory movement, the 1619 um, theory movement, go along with this? Because if they hated slavery so much, and one of their things is that America was basically founded upon the number one evil of slavery, how in the world would they want to elevate this day, Juneteenth, to be a national holiday? seems like that mocks everything that they stand for uh, in those two movements, (laughs) and they wouldn't want to give more light Slavery seems like they would be wanting to uh, uh, have uh, 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 you know um, celebrate independence as whole as Americans, mm-hmm. not as something that would supposedly be our um, original sin that's unforgivable uh, to every white person in America, according to those two theories. Will you ask for consistency out of a group that you know supports Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger, who wrote equally as eloquently out of a dark heart uh, about breaking up the nuclear black family uh, and their you know connection to faith and and each other uh, as the only way of dispatching them from the face of the earth, and 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 yet you know they line up and celebrate Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, and, and most people, most black people especially, who are aware of Margaret Sanger can think of, of the Negro Project and, and how she headed that up, and then how all the abortion centers came down into the black communities and they began to kill black babies, saying that they were weeds and that they were unfit to live. And I just don't understand it. I, I, I'm hearing rumors. I, I don't know anyone that's involved in the original or uh, the postmodern uh, Juneteenth movement, um, I, we haven't really been celebrating it here in my hometown in a, in a big way, but it's all over uh, the rest of the state of Indiana and some of the other states around me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly what their feelings are and how they connect themselves to the 1619 or the critical race theory movement, but I haven't heard them praising those movements either. So it's really um, uh, a crazy thing, and I think that one of the reasons why, and I mentioned this in, in the little piece that I wrote for our news release, that Congress is doing this. You know, you have a 400 and I think 415, or I forgot what the total was now, to a 14, or 416 to 14 or something like that vote yesterday in Congress to make it a holiday. And I wonder how many of those senators did so because they didn't want to look like they were uh, misfits and racist mm-hmm. and, and, and fit the uh, profile of the critical race theory uh, right. opponents. Oh, yeah, it happens all the time. Emery McClendon, Project 21 National Center.org. I've got to run to a break here, Emery. Hang on with me. Like us. Follow us. Just don't touch that dial. Told that I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume. Seville 107.5 and 1260 WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning, Juneteenth this weekend, now a federal holiday. Emery McClendon the great uh, uh, think tank for the, uh, the black community, Project 21 at the National Center for Public Policy. One of the things that I, you mentioned all those people in Congress, one of the things I feel about this is that they're still using this 
as a, a bait and switch to keep us from addressing real issues like uh, poverty, which isn't racial. There's poor white people. There's poor black people and poverty where jobs have gone away and they're going away again. Uh, gas prices have nearly doubled in the last you know six months. Uh, inflation is at 5%. Uh, the, the dollar is teetering uh, and we're printing more of them. I mean, these are the real issues that we want our representatives dealing with, don't we, Emory? You're absolutely right. And not only that, but you, you throw in the border, you throw in mm-hmm. um, the silence uh, upon trying to uh, get people to go back to work. They seem to want to pay more people to work than they want to, to not work and people to work. And, and then you also have this, the problems with uh, the mandatory uh, uh, vaccinations for the college students and so forth, and there's rebellion going on uh, against all of that. Yeah, we need to address those issues, and this administration seems to be dodging all of those issues. And these issues are issues that can make America strong, keep us first, keep America first, keep the people, American people first. And it seems like all that they want to do is, is uh, avoid and hijack those issues with other menial issues, you know, such as statehood for Washington, D.C., statehood for Puerto Rico, the Juneteenth uh, holiday, like we need another holiday um, here in America. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this, because politically speaking, and I'm not picking on candidates one way or another, uh, but it seemed to be the campaign through 2019-2020 to push the suburban voters, especially suburban mothers, away from the traditional Republican Party uh, and to vote for Democrats because they saw the rioting, the George Floyd, and they used all of this uh, racial bias. But now, post-COVID and the school lockdowns, these moms seem to be waking up to seeing what the you know the the Southern Poverty Law Center is is being used as a, a, a almost a reference material to to build these critical race theory curriculums out of uh, i think they may have overplayed it and and they may watch you know a massive flight from their ideological political parties you're absolutely right i'm i'm, I'm getting more and more phone calls from moms from uh, women's groups and men's groups a lot of the former tea party groups are coming back together, and they're asking, Mr. McClendon, you are involved in the community. You do a lot in leadership at the GOP with uh, the community organizing. Mm-hmm. Can you help us with this critical race theory? Can you help us with the mandatory uh, vaccination? I think you're right. We're going to see, because of these policies, um, and we are seeing, I think, in, in, and it's a growing uh, a movement right now of a backfire of the policies that the Biden administration is trying to impose upon America. They're going about it in a forceful way. They're trying to take away more and more power from the people and place it in the hands of the federal government. People are seeing this because they don't want their kids to become uh, sick because they, they, they're wearing these masks to the point that uh, they're on 10, 15 hours a day mm-hmm. on school buses, on school property, in uh, walking to and from school or, or however. Uh, they also are looking at the, the curriculum that's being pushed by the school boards and by our state school uh, superintendents and so forth, and, and, and they just don't like what they see, and, 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 and they don't want their kids to grow up hating everybody around them. Uh, sure. Most of the people in America teach their kids to love and, and teach them civility and teach them good virtues, not hatred. 
Is the big minority in this the elected officials and the bureaucrats? Because there are way more of us, Emery, and by us I mean people who understand that we, you know, we are endowed by our creator with God-given rights. They're not delivered by any president or any bureaucracy, uh, and that the only way they can survive is if they keep us you know, arguing with each other. Right, and that seems to be the point of, of this whole administration is to keep us divided, not only the administration, but also, you know, the groups such as Black Lives Matters, the 1619 Project, uh, uh, one of the uh, stated goals of, 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 um, of, of uh, the critical race theory and Black Lives Matters and um, the 1619 was to break up the nuclear family and to uh, make uh, our children question who they are and what they stand for and make them to have them also question their loyalty mm-hmm. to our country and to uh, the virtues that brought this country and made this country great. You know, they down capitalism, they down our Constitution, they down our Declaration of Independence, and then not only that, but then they say that we are groups, and you have uh, those who are advantaged, those who are disadvantaged, you have supremacy in some groups and uh, dependency in others, and they want equality. Um, they don't want equality, I mean, they want equity. They want to, They want everybody to be paid for wrongs that happened in the past, when actually none of us were around when any of this happened. We've already um, given everybody the opportunity through the, our Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and through hard work and then chasing the American dream. Uh, America wasn't built on handouts. It was built on people helping themselves to get into the American mm-hmm. dream and make this country great as we all work together. Yeah, Russell Kirk said it's the difference between voluntary community and uh, mandatory collectivism, uh, and uh, we're seeing it play out here. Emery, thank you for everything you do. So eloquent, and and, uh, uh, thank you for uh, taking part in this uh, program. It's Project uh, 21. It's at the nationalcenter.org. Uh, project slash project 21 uh, read about their uh, skepticism on the uh, juneteenth uh, federal holiday uh, happy father's day weekend again and thank you for joining us thank you very much and to the audience out there do your research on critical race theory and all these other um, uh, uh, programs that are coming down protect your children no russian disinformation we promise Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.